Hello everybody, this is Hannah Kessler here, back at it again with another podcast, so welcome. It's We're talking to you today, it's December 30th, the end of December, Christmas happened, and uh, the new year is coming up on, what is that, Friday? Friday is going to be the new year. So I'm here with Brent as well. Hi, everybody. <laughs> so he's here. So anyways, today we, we have a few topics that we want to talk about. Um, you know, right now what's going on in the world and in our economy, uh, you know, the markets are kind of going up and down. Uh, we got the new round of stimulus checks going out that, that Trump approved that bill. And I, it got me on the topic of thinking about how it's important and what Nelson Nash teaches in his airplane example in his book, Becoming Your Own Banker, talking about controlling the environment of our money if we can be the one that's in control. And so that's really what we're doing here with these policies and in, in, in this whole concept of being our own banker and implementing this infinite banking concept. So I guess my first question that I kind of I think about if somebody new who is just starting out and learning this is, you know, why do I want to put my money into this whole life policy designed for this concept? Why wouldn't I want to put it into other vehicles or put it towards maybe even just a basic savings account where I can see it and I can touch it and feel it at any time? So, so why do I want to do that, you think? Um, you know, the only difference between a conventional bank and a life insurance company is the name on the door, right? They're both depositories. They're both places for us to store our wealth. Um, so just like you can, like you said, you can touch, see, or feel money in your savings or checking account. Well, you can do the same thing with inside of your policy, right? Because how do you go and look and see and, 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 and just determine what is in your savings account? You either get a statement in the mail or you go online and it shows you what your balance is. Well, the same thing can happen in the insurance company. You can go to the insurance company, go to your account, look online and see what exactly is uh, all the details of your life policy, what the current death benefit is, uh, obviously who's insured, what the, cash val- what, the, what the cash availability is, what the loan availability is. So again, the only difference is the name on the door. There's um, um, a, a conventional bank and a life insurance company. And I ask all the time, I say, if you have a choice to store your wealth, where do you want to store your wealth at? You want to store it in somebody else's bank, the conventional bank of Florida, New York, or wherever uh, the state that you live in? Or do you want to store it in, i.e., your own bank inside of the life insurance company where you are the owner? You're in control. You own the contract, right? You own the life insurance contract. You have first right to your money. So the insurance company can take your money and they can loan it out to other people or they can invest it in other things, but you have first right to your money. So when you call and you ask for your money, um, you outrank everybody else. You are in position number one to be able to use your money that's inside of the policy. So also, okay, Dad, tell me if this is wrong, thank you, but I think of my policies sometimes as a uh, as a savings account even. So, so I, I think of it kind of as, hey, this is my savings account over here at, at the Bank of Hannah. 
Um, however, my savings account is better than your savings account over there at Bank of America. You know why? Because my savings account, I can still take out my money and my dollars will still be earning me guaranteed compounding interest. Can your, can your bank do that? Can your savings account do that at Bank of America? No, Bank of America, whenever you earn interest um, at Bank of America, you uh, are actually earning interest on the money that you leave in the bank. And then when you do earn interest on that money, um, every year they send you what? They send you a 1099 form. So you have to pay tax on that interest that you earn, right? So inside of the policy, your money is inside of the policy and um, it's compounding at that guaranteed growth rate um, inside of the policy. The government's completely out of your hair. There's no 1099 that's gonna be sent to you for the interest that you're earning inside of the policy. Uh, because remember, you've already paid tax on that money. You pay tax one time, one time only at the lowest rate possible, and you got that money into a tax-free environment where it's growing tax-free and the government's completely out of your hair. And the other thing about when you take money out of your savings account, now you're interrupting that compound interest, right? So if you want to go buy something and you want to take money out of your checking or your savings account where you're currently earning interest, well, you interrupt that compound interest because you got to take the money out. And when you take the money out of that account, you're taking it out of your account. That money is actually coming out of your account. Inside of the life insurance company, inside of the policy, that's not happening that way. Whenever you take a loan, um, you might think that you're taking your money out of your policy, but you're not. You're simply putting your policy up for collateral. You're taking a loan from the general fund of the insurance company. So your money is continuing to compound and grow even though you're using it, which I don't know of another vehicle on this planet with these features and benefits that allows you to do that. So essentially what you have is uninterrupted compound interest. So there's no interruption of compound interest. See, when you take it out of a bank, you got to hit basically the reset button and you got to start all over again from scratch right well inside of the policy you're not starting over because there's no interruption there's no compound in, compound interest interruption because you don't physically take your money out you simply put your money up for collateral i'm sorry this so the thing you do is you simply put your policy up for collateral and take a loan from the general fund of the insurance company so, so your money never comes out of the policy so i take a loan okay so i take a loan and so when i take a loan from my policy so i, I want to pivot real quick and i want to talk about how does interest work within these policies so so there's a few components there when we're talking about the interest and how they work so so number one is is that when we do take loans because remember we want to take loans from the policy not withdrawals because if we take a withdrawal we're we're, we're surrendering we're, we're actually physically taking the dollars out and we stop the compounding so when i take a loan how much does the insurance company charge me on these loans well right um so the first thing I would have you do is you got to understand that you can borrow at a higher rate than what you're earning and make money all day long. Now, I know it doesn't make sense, right? Um, borrow at a higher interest rate than what you're earning and you can make money all day long. So if you have not done so already, you may want to stop the podcast right here, stop the tape, hit the pause button, and you may want to go watch the presentation or at least the beginning part of the presentation on www.themoneymultiplier.com under the resources tab where it says presentation go to the beginning i don't know which one it's at it's within the first 20 minutes it's or video so. it's video number three okay anyway it's video number three 
Hannah says. But in that in that um, um, example, there's three calculators. And what I do is I show you how you can borrow at a higher rate than what you're earning and make money all day long. In other words, you borrow at 6% and earn 4% and you make money. So you gotta watch that to grasp this concept or it won't make any sense. So after you do that, now you've come back and, you're, and, and now you see how you can borrow at a higher rate than what you're earning. So in the example, I show how you borrow at six and earn four. Now the reason I show that is because the earning four part, let's start with there. Well, the guaranteed growth rate in your policy is 4%. That's the guaranteed growth rate, assuming the insurance company pays zero dividends. Well, all the companies we work with pay dividends, but we're not gonna count any dividends. So we're just gonna go with a guaranteed growth and the guaranteed growth rate in the policy is 4%. So I show you that, I show you how, how okay, I show you how your policies are earning and compounding at 4%. Now. I talk about the highest interest rate that you're going to, um, okay, the highest interest rate that you're going to be charged to take a loan is 6%. Now, out of all the years I've been doing this and out of all the different insurance companies that I've been working with, I've never had an insurance company charge more than 5% interest. But in the presentation, I show 6%. So guess what that means? That means in real life, your policy is actually going to perform better than what I'm showing you on my example. So you're borrowing at six and earning four, right? And I show you how to make money all day long. So even if you're borrowing at five and you're in four, then, then of course it's going to be better than borrowing at six. I mean, you're going to have more money, okay? So the way the insurance company um, compound, or okay, the way the insurance company calculates the interest that they charge you is they use simple interest, okay? So let's just use the 5% number. So if you borrow from your policy, let's say you go into your policy and you have cash value in your policy, let's just call it $10,000. It could be 1,000, it could be 100,000, okay? These are just examples. So if you borrow $10,000 from your policy, if, if, if uh, there's, cash value of 10,000 in your policy, that means you can take a loan for 10,000. Well, when you borrow the 10,000, are you borrowing your money? No, you're borrowing the insurance company's money. You're putting your policy up for collateral, taking a loan from the general fund of the insurance company. So again, to go back to what we were talking about a few minutes ago, there's no interruption of compound interest. So let's go back to the $10,000, 5% interest, okay? Let's say you keep that money out for a year. Let's just hypothetically say you borrow it out on January 1st. You borrow $10,000 out, okay? And you keep that money for 12 months, one year, at 5%. Well, if it's calculated and the interest is simple interest, how much interest do you pay on $10,000 in one year at 5%? Well, that would be $500, okay? If you only keep the money out for six months, guess how much you pay? Half of 500, which is $250. If you keep it out for three months, you pay 25% of 500, which is $125, okay? So it's calculated at simple interest. But remember, 
Remember, the money in your all ten thousand dollars is still in your policy, growing and compounding in that tax-free, guaranteed four percent tax-free growth rate, right? So, are you really paying five hundred dollars? Well, yeah, you are. You're borrowing at five percent, and it's five hundred dollars. But you've also got to calculate what the growth rate is inside of there. And if you go back and watch more examples on the presentation or other examples that we have out there, we show you how when you borrow the money from the policy, what you really want to do is you want to treat your money the same way you treat a bank's money. So you want to play honest banker with yourself, pay yourself back the same way you were going to pay a bank back. Because if you borrow money from a bank, you're going to pay them back with interest, aren't you? Yeah, you're not going to skip a beat. You're going to pay them back with interest. Because if you skip a beat and you don't pay them back with interest, what are they going to do? They're going to come pick up your crap. They're going to foreclose on you. They're going to repossess whatever it is that you borrowed on, right? So with the insurance company, Okay, even though you're not required to pay your policy loan back, you're not required to pay your policy loan back, you're not required to pay policy interest back, you're not required to do any of that, right? It's not something you have to do, but, but you don't want to steal it? the peas. Right, just like Nelson Nash says in his book, Becoming Your Own Banker, don't steal the peas. And if you haven't read that book, Nelson Nash, Becoming Your Own Banker, Unlocking the, uh, unlocking the Infinite Banking Concept, edition number five, the fifth edition. These are all things that you should have read or you should be reading or you should go and get this information. This is all information that's going to help you explode your financial wealth without you working hard or changing your cash flow, taking any additional risk or losing control. So all the references we give you, we're just not giving you references just to blow smoke up your dress. We're giving you these things because we expect you to go out and look and research and do your own due diligence. Don't take our word for it. I mean, look, just because I tell you a whole life policy is the best thing ever to build wealth, keep money in your family, keep, keep complete control, no risk. I mean, don't take my word for it. It's been around for over 200 years. Go look and see what Walt Disney did, how Walt Disney built Disneyland. Look at Ray Kroc, how he funded McDonald's. Look at the Kennedys, the Rockefellers, the Morgans, the Rothschilds. Stanleys. The Barclays, right? Look and see how they built wealth. So the concept has been around for over 200 years. Go look at Joe Biden. Here we're doing this podcast a couple days before the end of the year. In 20 days, Joe Biden is supposed to be our next president. Go look and see how Joe Biden builds wealth. Go see where he keeps his money. It doesn't matter if you like Joe Biden or you don't like Joe Biden. Go look and see what he does with his money. Joe Biden tells you he keeps no money in conventional banks. He builds his wealth inside of his whole life policies. And the last I heard, and it could be more now, but the last I heard, and this has been two, three, four years ago maybe, Joe Biden had at least a half a dozen, six whole life policies in a mutual company that we write with that actually pays dividends. So he, who knows, he may have more now, but why does Joe Biden store wealth? Why does, wh how come Ray Kroc did this? Why did Walt Disney do this? Uh, um, so, so how did Pampered Chef get started uh, before Warren Buffett bought Pampered Chef? Are all these people stupid? Is that why they're doing this? Or maybe they know something the rest of us don't know. So we're gonna just mimic and imitate what the wealthy have been doing for over 200 years. We're not gonna reinvent things. We're not gonna go create new tools. We're just gonna use the tools that they've been using. For over 200 years, we're going to mimic and imitate what the wealthy are doing. And by doing that, we're getting wealthy right along with them. Did I answer the interest question? Or I actually forgot what your question was. <laughs> no, that was good. That was good. So, no, I, I guess I just want to end it off here saying that it's it, honestly, this is not hard. It, it's not a hard concept to grasp. It, it's just you have to 
understand and what dad always says about riding the bicycle backwards it's just not the traditional route stop letting other be people be in control of your money and letting them use your money when you could be the one doing it so anyways we'll, we'll end it off there it's going to be uh a, we'll, we'll talk to you later in 2021 and when things will things are coming down the pipe we don't know where this uh the economy is gonna go we don't know uh what, really what's gonna happen but I, i'm excited to learn more and, and see what's coming down i mean looking forward to 2021. there's definitely going to be some major changes there's going to be some changes like i don't like i think you've never seen before with the economy and our money and um you know how government works and who's controlling what and you know, so there's going to be changes. So you, you need to take control of your financial future. You can't put it in the hands of someone else. Now, I don't know of another vehicle, another product um, that allows you to build wealth the way this does with these features and benefits. And please, 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 if, if, if there's something that you know that works better than this, that works better than what we teach, please share it with us because I personally have been looking for something um for well now in 2021 it'll be 15 years now and i haven't seen any tool with these features and benefits remember this is not an either or right this is not about us telling you hey you really should put your money in a policy instead of investing in the stock market you should put your money in, in inside of a policy instead of investing in real estate or instead of buying antique cars or cryptocurrency bitcoin you know um, this is not an either or. This is not something you decide, oh, well, should I do this or should I do that? No, this is an and. It is in addition to what you're already doing. You see, the policy, the high cash value policy, the whole life insurance policy in a mutual company that pays dividends, it's designed for high immediate cash value, is not the investment. Not at all. Because see, the definition of an investment is what? It's something that can go up and it can go down, right? Because you can make money or you can and, and you can also lose money in an investment. Well, the policy is Can't not an money. investment because it cannot go down. The policy cannot go down in value, all right? So nobody in your state has ever lost money in a whole life insurance company that pays dividends at the fault of the insurance company. The only way somebody might have lost money in a whole life policy is because of you, is because of what the policy owner did. The policy owner is in control of what's going on. See, if you read any life insurance contract, now we're talking whole life insurance, not index universal, not variable, not term, all right, not UL, not VUL, whole life policies and mutual companies that pay dividends. Look at the contract. It can only go up. It only goes up. I challenge you, send me any whole life contract. Go talk to anybody you want. Talk to your broke brother-in-law that sells whole life insurance. Tell them to show you an insurance contract where the value actually goes down. It's not out there. It doesn't exist. It only goes up. The only risk factor is you and how you use it. How you use it, how you treat it, right? 
It's kind of like buying a car. You know, you could have um, twin sisters or twin brothers could go buy a car. They could go to the same car dealer, buy the same model car at the same time, pay the same price for it. And these are twin brothers. One twin brother takes his car to his house. The other twin brother takes his car to their house. Well, tell me what he thinks going to happen in 10,000 miles, 20,000, 50,000, 100,000 miles. Do you think both of those cars are going to perform exactly the same over the course of the time that they have the cars? No, because there's two different people operating the vehicle. One person is kind of like, you remember the old TV show, The Odd Couple? Who was that, Oscar and Felix? You know, I mean... You got two different people, two different personalities, two different attitudes. People are going to keep care of things different. People are going to treat things differently. So this is all how you act. It's all how you act with the car of how the car is going to perform. Right? So you're the one that's going to determine how, how nice your car is going to be, how, how long it's going to last. All right, you're going to be the one that determines that. If you keep care of it, do the oil changes, routine maintenance, you know, don't overspeed it, don't run it without oil, whatever it is, it's going to last longer than somebody that wouldn't do those things or keep care of it. Same thing with your policy. The insurance company does not have you create a policy, does not design a policy, does not allow you to have a policy that's going to lose value in a whole life policy. Now remember, we're talking whole life policy, mutual companies that's designed specifically and specially engineered for this banking concept. So I just want to be clear, this is the policy that we're talking about. Nobody out there can show me a policy that's going to crash and burn. It can only go up in value and time only makes it better. It's not my flapping gums or moving lips that are telling you this. It is in your policy contract. Time makes it better. Today's better than yesterday. Tomorrow's better than today. It only gets better with time. Okay, sorry. I went on a little rampage there. No, that's good. That's good. All right. Thank you. You want to stop here? All good. Okay. See you guys next time. All right. Thank you, y'all. We'll talk soon.